Hi, this is Li Yunqi with the podcast Deep Dive. Hello, everyone. This is Zhao Ying with World Today. As the Chinese saying goes, "Jiao Long De Yun Yu, Zhong Fei Chi Zhong Wu." I wish the year of the Chinese dragon brings you strength, courage, and fiery passion to guide your path in 2024. I wish you Yu Yue Long Men, Da Zheng Hong Tu. May the year of the Chinese dragon bring you strength and a bright future. Hi there, this is Yang Guang with the sideline story. As we are sharing the year of the Chinese dragon, allow me to extend to you my best wishes for happiness, cheerfulness, and success. Discussion keeps the world turning. This is Roundtable. You're listening to Roundtable with myself, He Yang. I'm joined by Xingyu in the studio and Josh Cotterell on the line. Coming up, when music and movies and TV drama series is executed exceptionally well, it has the ability to latch onto our nostalgic heartstrings and live rent-free in our minds and on our playlists forever. Our discussion is about to take flight on the wings of these enchanted melodies. We go down our playlist. Of timeless favorites, and ask you this question: Do recent music scores and soundtracks hold up to the same standard as their predecessors? And do feel free to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any podcast platform of your choice. But hey, the party doesn't stop there. We want to hear your voice on our show. Got hilarious thoughts or burning questions? Record them and send them our way at ezfmroundtable@foxmail.com. Your voice is the VIP guest in our heart-to-heart segment. Let's turn up the volume together. That was really cheesy. <laughs> <laughs> Now on roundtable. Movie soundtracks can sometimes feel like the soundtracks of our lives, with certain songs or music scores resonating deep within our souls. These musical compositions serve as the backdrop of our personal stories, triggering memories of our TV or movie watching experiences, from early 20th century silent films to the sweeping orchestral suites of today. We explore the timeless greatness of these soundtracks. Soundtracks and movie scores, not to be confused with the score of a film or TV series, an original rhythmic melody that sets the tone for the narrative. A TV drama series or movie soundtrack is just as important. So, help us to tell the difference between the movie score or the music score and、uh, soundtrack. Yeah, so a movie score refers to the original instrumental music composed specifically for a film. So it is created to complement and enhance the emotional and narrative elements of the movie. And on the other hand, a soundtrack、um, it encompasses all the music used in a film, including both the original score and also some of the popular songs from various artists that are selected to complement specific scenes or evoke particular emotions. And what's interesting is that sometimes they're often released in a as a standalone album,、mm-hmm. so it allows audiences to really enjoy the music outside、uh, of the film context. 
for me personally in my playlists I have uh, I think a collection of certain dramas or movies that I've watched and I would create this playlist of this particular soundtracks mm. Mm. Oh, interesting. So you have your own playlist. Playlists of, of the soundtracks. Oh, wow. interesting. All right. So, well, Josh, you are a musician yourself, and I know you have uh, eclectic taste of music. So do you have some quick examples wow, for you. us? You're welcome. Um, and <laughs> also, um, we do have a few music clips that we would like to share with everybody coming up. So, um, yeah, spill the beans. Well, I mean, there's there's so many examples, and <laughs> you only can uh, recommend two for each. Then, sorry to cut you short. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Well, I think one song that always makes me think of film, even though it's not particularly dominant in film. I think it's in a lot of TV series, but it's actually the song that was used in the trailer for the movie Logan, which is the sort of origin not the origin story but it's a, a film focusing around the wolverine character in the x-men universe um uh, in 2017 and that i don't know if anybody's seen this film but you if you have you probably remember that it's quite different to a lot of the other x-men films it's a bit grittier it's a bit more adult and so um that was quite a step away and the song is called hurt which was actually written by nine inch nails which was um, a rock band, but then it was covered by Johnny Cash, who is one of the most famous folk rock blues singers ever. Uh, and he was kind of off the radar for a long time. And he recorded this song in his old age, actually not long before he passed away. So it's a very intimate song um, produced by Rick Rubin, I believe. And it just works so well with this trailer. It's slow. It's acoustic it's really intimate and if you know johnny cash's story which which i do and then you watch the movie it all just comes together in a culmination of something really emotional and memorable um so that's a lot of it's to do with nostalgia as well because i, I know i knew the song already so that's one example that i can think of is this song hurt by johnny cash i hurt myself today what a powerful and emotive song by Johnny Cash, Hurt. And I have to admit, I know this song, and it's moved me every time when I listen to it, but I had no idea that it was connected to a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but, you know, that's the power of music. You know, it has this effect on you. Um, Sinu, what is an example you would like to share with us of movie score or movie soundtrack of songs? And tell us why this music speaks volume in the movie or TV show. Mm, okay, so my recommendation today is one of the iconic soundtracks for Chinese TV series. It's called Qian Nian Deng Yi It's the best! <laughs> it's the best. And in English, I think it can be translated as Once in a Thousand Years. So this soundtrack is from the TV series called New Legend of Madam White Snake. In Chinese, Xin Bai Niang Zi Chuan Qi, it's released in 1992 so that's like three decades ago yeah and so you, you know what hold that thought 
bring us or transport us back to 1992 and then tell us why the song is so great at the other end when we come back. Okay. That brings back so many memories. It brings back uh, summer vacation and eating watermelon <laughs> that came right out of the fridge and popsicles for me. So, Xingyu, tell us what's so amazing. Why does this song have such an impact on a whole generation of Chinese kids? Yeah, we just.、Um, I think the prelude of this song. Can really trigger many of our listeners' DNA moving, you know. <laughs>、uh, and this TV series, I think back then, is one of the most replayed TV series,、mm-hmm. um, especially when I was a child. I think during summer and winter vacations, we have watched the TV series for multiple times, <laughs> and、uh, it's the opening theme of the TV series. So whenever it begins, it will play the song over and over again. So I think that's why this song engraved in our hearts,、mm-hmm. and it's composed by Zuo Hongyuan. And the lyrics written by Chen Ziwei and sung by Gao Shengmei. So the lyrics basically tell the story of a white snake that she has gone through a thousand years of the spiritual and martial arts training, and then she descends to the mortal realm and meets and falls in love with Xu Xian, the main character here, and they eventually become husband and wife. So I think one of the reasons why this song can trigger many of our memories is that first of all, it perfectly. Matches the development of the story, and also with numerous reruns of the series, <laughs> this song has become a widely recognized classic, and also familiar to every household and appreciated as a timeless piece of music in that sense. Yeah, I love it. And Josh, so what functions does music serve in movie and TV, especially when it's done so well? Well, I think that music. And especially songs with lyrics, which I think most of the songs we're talking about here have lyrics. And when we think about a good movie, I think we'd all agree that one of the most important things is a story, right? To have a good story, to have a good story arc. And I think that any movie of any genre, personally, I think it can be great as long as the story's good. And actually, music and songs, especially with lyrics, but not necessarily with lyrics, they really can enhance this narrative. They really act as Very powerful aids, storytelling aids by、um, enhancing the narrative,、uh, the the narrative of character development to illustrate and better show particular emotions or what's going on. And I think if music is well aligned with the plot, then it can be really effective in、um, making it more stimulating for the viewer. Well, I think one in modern times, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with, some、um, a particular score that I found to work brilliantly was the score for Interstellar.、Um, and if you've seen that movie, the the music in it is absolutely stunning, and some of it is so subtle. But the motif, which is basically the line, the main melody, it keeps coming back, and it keeps reminding you, and it works so well without spoiling any of the movie. You know that at some point there is a literal sort of、um, full circle, and you know the main character is literally sort of looking back on himself at one point. And I think that the music just really helps to enhance this quite complicated plot. So、uh, for me, Interstellar is the perfect example of that for a score. 
Yeah, and the perfect example in my mind is Schindler's List.、Mm. Um, you know, have to、mm. warn you, or maybe we don't need to anymore. But Schindler's List is a very emotionally heavy film. And speaking of legends, John Williams captures the raw emotion of this film in some incredibly moving orchestration. And Itzhak、uh, Pullman's. Performance on the violin of the main theme of Schindler's List never fails to make you cry, and it it feels like the violin is crying deep inside, but still trying to hold back the tears. And that is one of the all-time favorites of mine of、uh, music scores. And also, I've spoken on the show previously about Nicholas Britell.、Um, he wrote the music score for Succession from season one to season two, and it's pretty much 18th-century court music married to heart-pounding hip-hop beats. So you know, in 2020. Three, you know, there are some of these like new music influences that go to music scoring, and、uh, it's absolutely beautiful.、Um, yes. So, what else do you think serves as crucial functions、mm. that music scores and soundtracks can bring to the movie or TV show?、Uh, yeah, I think music can really helps to connect. The audience to the movie or TV series. Sometimes these music complementing the visuals, they can give us these goosebumps. Sometimes they make us cry. Sometimes they speed up our heartbeat.、Uh, I think it really can enhance the emotions and adds depth to a scene. So、uh, it makes us feel more invested in the story. And for example, for suspenseful music, they can create this tension and make us feel anxious during these dangerous moments in a movie.、Uh, or for low bass notes, they are capable of producing this anxiety in a listener. So they're often used in films like themed of horror.、Mm-hmm. And、uh, on the other hand, music like upbeat. They can set the tone for cheerful scenes, such as romantic moments、uh-huh. or uplifting endings. Yes, and、mm. let me stop you there because I know the song you would like to recommend here when it comes to romance, romance. and making you feel good. So, what song is this? Yeah, this song is called "Can't Help Falling in Love with You" in Chinese, 情非得已白于澄尽 or Harlem U. 难以忘记初次见你，一双迷人的眼睛。That's can't help falling in love by Yu Chengqing or Harlem Yu. Hmm. It's from the drama called The Meteor Garden, or in Chinese, The Liu Xing Hua Yuan, released in 2001 in Taiwan. Right.、Mm. And Josh, do you think that you know all this lovely music in? <laughs> Movie or TV should they go unnoticed in the background, or should they play more of a dominating role in that scene? How do you tell like which is better of the movie or TV score or、uh, soundtrack? Well, this is it, isn't it? I mean, this is the choice of the director, and I guess this is what makes a film a great film. It has to be. Done to aid perception, and it depends on the scene. It depends how it's done.、Um, in the same way that editing visuals together is very important, I think that editing sound together with it is very important. So I don't think that it is either or. To answer your question, I think sometimes it needs to be very dominant 
if it serves the story, if it serves the scene. And sometimes it can just be subtle in the background. It really depends. Um, so I don't think that it's either one or the other, to be honest. Yeah, I think the key is to really balance. But based on my playlists, the soundtracks that have stayed in my playlist are absolutely dominating the scene. <laughs> like uh, the songs like City of Stars from La La Land and also many great songs from the greatest showmen such as like this is me or never enough a lot of songs i would play over and over again so i think as long as these music play a role that's an icing on the cake instead of to gild the lily mm -hmm. uh, ah. i think it plays a good role in motion pictures yeah i tend to agree with you in theory but um, a personal favorite of mine, the <laughs> score from Drive 2011 is known for its use of electronica sounds and synthesizers, giving it an 80s vibe and an underground vibe. Can't believe it's been more than 10 years since mm. that movie came out. But I don't remember anything about the movie <laughs> and everything about the movie score and oh. soundtrack. And I love it that there aren't much lyrics singing going on but just the music and when i'm in that mood yeah and that's one of my go-to playlists when i'm driving at night yes and recently there's been a discussion going on about do recent music scores and soundtracks hold up to the same standard as their predecessors josh yes or no what do you think i think that there could be some truth to this i think that really what is meant here is that in a lot of movies these days, less effort is put into the composition. Less effort is necessary to create a soundtrack. I mean, it is much easier to find music, to find higher quality, better mix, better mastered music um, at your fingertips, more copyright-free music, etc. Whereas in decades before, of course, it would be absolutely necessary usually to compose something from scratch. So there's definitely something different here. And I think there is, there are a great deal of movies where I've been extremely disappointed with the soundtrack because basically all I'm here hearing is t chart music, you know, pop music and things like this. Mm, I think probably classic scores, they are too rooted in the collective memories of the audiences. And sometimes it makes it uh, really hard for other music scores or soundtracks to surpass that level of artistry or fineness, especially in today's motion picture industry. It's more of pursuing this commercial success or market trends. So they are putting less emphasis on music. So I think that can be one of the reasons why some people think they do not hold up to the same standard as their predecessors. Oh, yes, indeed. And in comparison to countries with well-established film and television industries, as well as royalty systems, where music typically constitutes 5 to 8% of the total production cost, here in China, I guess we can, hopefully we can see a bit more effort that goes into movie scores and soundtracks of movies and TV series. And um, from tearjerkers to historical epics, the drama genre hinges on emotional connection. And our discussion through this topic shows that certainly music plays a pivotal role in amplifying 
audience emotions. And before we go, I want to share with you the song called "New Divide" by Linkin Park, which a lot of us would associate with the movie franchise Transformers. It was a mutually beneficial collaboration, and、um, yes, every time when this song plays, do you have the image of Transformers fighting each other in your mind? So here's the late frontman of Lincoln Park, Chester Bennington, who sang like an angel, screamed like a demon, lived as a man, and died as a legend. Lincoln Park's new divide, and that brings us to the end of today's show. Thank you, Xinyu and Josh Cotterell, for joining the discussion. I'm Heyang. We'll see you next time.